This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 97. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Hey there, Red Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicki. And this is Larissa. And in today's episode of our Vegetarian Zen podcast, we're going to be discussing how to shop at farmer's markets. So we're going to be giving you some tips. This is something Larissa and I love to do, especially around this time of year when we don't have to go way, way too early. We still have to get there a little bit early, but not way too early because pretty soon that Texas heat is going to just burn you up by even 10 a.m. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> so we try to get there early um, for that reason, but other reasons as well. We're going to talk about a little bit in this podcast. But first, we have a rating. We do. And we are almost caught up. I'm sad because we're almost caught up on all our ratings. Well, if you haven't left us one, maybe that's inspiration to go leave us one. Yay, that would be <laughs> awesome. Okay, so our rating today uh, is from March 9th, and it is from... E-S-R-U-N-94. And the title of the review was uh, Great Info. And they say, as a new vegan, I love all of the information. It feels like you're hanging out with a couple of friends talking about vegetarianism. Nice. Thank you. Very that's cool. What I, that's like the best compliment we can get, I yeah, think. Yeah, that is one of our favorite compliments, is that you're just kind of hanging out with us around a mm-hmm. table with some maybe some veg food and... Mm-hmm. Couple yep. beers and just chatting. <laughs> Vegan beer. Vegan beer. Yeah. Oh, right. And then we, so our next thing that we have is a shout out. And this is not Facebook specific or Twitter specific. This is just a general shout out to our new friend, Michelle von Hirschberg. Uh, Michelle is, now we just became aware of Michelle and her podcast recently. Michelle is a proud vegan and she is one quarter of the awesome podcast. I just, we both love this podcast. Uh, It's called Couple Things Podcast. Yeah. And you talk about hanging out, sounding like, uh, or feeling like you're hanging out with friends that it just had both of us laughing hysterically. Mm -hmm. My only regret about this podcast is that we're not actually part of the conversation because that would be fun to be part of that conversation. I know. They they live, (laughs) it's it's two couples, um, Michelle and her husband, Ray, and then Molly and Ben. And they've been good friends for a long time. They live in Cincinnati. um, And they just, you know, they just do everything together. I think they were in each other's weddings. And so they go out to dinner all the time and they have game nights. And uh, so they just decided that, uh, why don't we just put all this on a podcast? So basically, it's just them sitting around with a couple of drinks, and each one of them brings a topic each week, and they talk about their topics. And it's fun stuff. It is. Yeah, it's really fun stuff. It is. So um, thank you. But Michelle, uh, to get back to Michelle for a second, she's a vegan, and she has become one of our biggest supporters on Twitter. She's uh, she's really into Twitter. She, I think... It seems like she handles most of the Twitter stuff for their for their um, podcast. So, but she's become a huge uh, supporter of ours on Twitter. So, thank you, Michelle. Yes, thank you very much. And, and we'll link to a couple things podcast in the show notes. And we'll, we are definitely keep listening. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. We do have a news update, and that update is from uh, Peta. 
Now, PETA has just released the winners of the 2014 vegetarian-friendly MLB stadium rankings, and I'm going to read a quote from the article, and it says, there's no need for animal-friendly baseball fans to settle for peanuts and Cracker Jack anymore. Not that those are too bad, but... Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Many MLB stadiums have a stacked lineup of vegetarian fare, everything from veggie dogs and faux chicken to... Chicken! Chicken. <laughs> I had to do that. To up. vegetable sushi and portobello sandwiches. PETA recently assessed the vegan and vegetarian options of every major league stadium across the U.S. and Canada. The competition was pretty tight, which that's a good sign, isn't it? That mm-hmm. the competition was tight. But we narrowed down the field to the 10 most vegetarian-friendly ballparks. Drum roll, please. Okay. All right. <laughs> you sound like... Um, what was her name? Oh, uh, Ellen Griswold on, yeah. on Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation. Okay. The top 10. San Francisco Giants, AT&T Park. Philadelphia Phillies, Citizens Bank Park. Pittsburgh Pirates, PNC Park. New York Mets, City Field. Washington Nationals, Nationals Park. The Colorado Rockies, Coors Field. Seattle Mariners, Safeco Park, uh, Safeco Field. Boston Red Sox, Fenway Park. Toronto Blue Jays, Rogers Center, and Atlanta Braves, Turner Field. That's awesome, because these are like big time, you know, baseball teams. Yeah, no, that's awesome. But I have a quick question. And I mean, I'm not a sports person. I don't know. But um, it's just about, okay, so of all those parks right there, there's only one in that list that is actually like the original name of the ball field, like from ages ago, right? I have no is idea. I don't follow Park? baseball. Is that Fenway Park? Isn't that like the only one? And I they, have everything else no is renamed idea. for commercial stuff. Totally off the, <laughs> the subject, but it just kind of struck me as. as well, funny. you know, people, I mean, companies keep buying them, so I guess they change it. Guess, yeah, yeah, they change it to whatever they want. Yeah. But, anyways, that is awesome news. And I was joking about Cracker Jack and Peanuts, but, you know, every veg, no, and ve- never- every veg knows that it's very frustrating when you go somewhere and everybody's enjoying, like, food yeah (laughs) and you're kind of scraping by with whatever you can get so you know it's nice when you want cracker jack and peanuts but it's not nice when that's all there is for you there so this is really cool so make sure that if you head out there i love to patronize because uh these places even you know if i'm there buy something we went to oh this is a good time to bring up we went to the yard house which is kind of a chain restaurant and larissa and I were kind of cruising around the mall looking for something we could eat. Um, I had got my hair cut. We went to a birthday party and we were just kind of hanging out there. And um, we went to the yard house and we were so surprised to see that they had a whole list of options for vegetarians. Uh, some of it was vegan too, mm-hmm. but it was with the Gardein substitute. Like we had a barbecue chicken. chicken. Uh <laughs> <laughs> pizza. Larissa had never had barbecue pizza Mm-mm. at all. And we tried it and it was so good. And we have a picture of it on Instagram if you head out there. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I need to put it on Pinterest too. Yeah. But we have a, a and it's very yummy. So kudos to Yard House for doing that. But my point, getting back to what I was saying, was that it's important, you know, buy something because you're voting, right? And if nobody buys it or nobody gets it, then um, they probably will go off. I mean, it's a business and I get it. And they have to make money too. So if they have stuff on their menu that mm-hmm. people aren't ordering, they have to get rid of it. So it's always a good idea to you know, to, to, to buy something just to support who it. Look right. out for us. Exactly. <laughs> All right. All right. Are we ready to dive into our main topic? It is main topic time. Okay. I'll turn it over to you, 
to get us started. All right. So now this was awesome. Um, when I was doing this uh, topic, I you know I had our our assistant Marigold do the research like like we usually do. She does research for me and you know gathers articles and, and gets everything ready for me to to actually make the outline. And then I started thinking about it when I actually sat down to write this outline. I'm like, I don't need articles for this. I could do this just <laughs> off the top of my yeah. head. So I sat down and I wrote out this list of tips. And I mean, we are pros there. Yeah, we I are mean, pretty good. We've learned so much over the last couple of years of going, um, just what to do, what not to do. So the first thing, and this is something that you've already touched on, Vicky, is to go early. Um, you know, stuff will sell out fast. This is all fresh. Well, mostly fresh things. I mean, you know, there are some um, uh, preserved things and, you know, soaps and things like that. But as far as the the produce, it sells out fast. It does. You know, um, especially if you're in a bigger place like we are, where there's a lot of people going through there. And um, and especially if it's a really nice day, mm-hmm. uh, because the, the nicer it is, the faster people get out there and, and get, you know, buying stuff. So stuff will sell out. Um, by going early, you can also beat the parking rush. I know where ours is, it's not right downtown, but it's close and it's in an area that's being redeveloped. So um, there's not a whole lot of parking. So it's better to go earlier and get a a better parking spot. Yeah. And then you can also get your shopping done again, like I said, before the crowds get there. But then you you can still hang out there and enjoy the rest of your time, you know, listening to music. If there's ours usually has a live band. Ours is awesome. Yeah. Well, and we have several. I would say this is probably one of the main ones, though, right? The yeah. one that's downtown. The Saturday, Sunday. And they one, just yeah. started doing Saturday and Sunday, which led when you were talking about getting early. If we're going to keep going to this mm-hmm. one, which I imagine we are, should that we, we should even do it Saturday yeah. rather than Sunday. Yeah, yeah. it's the Pearl, Pearl Pearl Farmers Market for um, anyone in San Antonio. Um, but yeah, so that's the first tip is to go early. Okay, the second tip is to make sure that you make a list before you go. Now, we are so guilty of not doing this all the time. <laughs> and uh, we, in fact, at Whole Foods, still, we struggle. We were just there yesterday and I was like, we need a list. But well, luckily and, and we have staples throughout yeah. the week because, well, we're still doing Weight Watchers. Oh, and kudos, Larissa's lost like 13, 13 pounds and, and I've lost, lost 10, 11. 11. Yep. Yep. So we are still... Congratulations. Congratulations. We are still cruising along on that. Uh, again, for anybody who's just tuning into us, we joined it. We're just using the app. We're not... Uh, we don't buy the processed food. We are strongly against that frozen processed food, but they have an awesome app that has made us very aware of portion control. Right. But getting back to what we were saying, we still need, we don't do as good of a job as we'd like to at consistently making lists. Larissa does pretty good. I do for the most part. Now, in, in our defense, yesterday was not a planned trip. Yeah, we were trying to beat the rain because we were yeah. supposed to get a lot of rain today and we didn't want to be going across town because unfortunately the Whole Foods we go to is way across town. Mm-hmm. It takes us like 30 minutes to get there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, normally we do. And we have an app that I'll put a link to. Um, it's a grocery gadget uh, app. And it's what we keep our lists in. We've been using that for quite a few years now. And it works great. So we'll Yeah. And it, it syncs between us uh, yeah, as well. So if I add something to it, she'll see it, which is great. Because if she's going to the store, even spontaneously, and I think of something I want, I can add it and mm-hmm. it'll show up on hers. Yeah. Okay. So why do we need to make a list then? Well... Okay, so you want to, first of all, what that means is go to your fridge and clean it. <laughs> yes, oh, that's one <laughs> of my it out worst So you have I a really good, that. and you want to go to your fridge and your pantry, and you want to make sure that you know what you have. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but with that, I would say what you need as well, because this is where the meal planning comes into play. You want to make sure that you know, even if it's just staples, if you say, let's have pasta three times this week or something, you can always throw, make some different sauces or vegetables around that to kind of keep those staples around. But just you know, Make write sure it you down, made pasta. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then uh, what fruits and veggies do you need to restock? You want to think about that. Look at your the state of your fruit fruits and veggies. We've been juicing a lot. I have. Yeah. So luckily we've been um, kind of moving that along. We haven't had, meaning we don't have a lot of things going bad. Mm-hmm. Yes, we've been doing much better about that. Mm-hmm. And the thing about the fruits and veggies is, you know, they're like, even like pantry items, certain ones are staples, right? Carrots are a staple, um, potatoes are a staple, you know, uh, kale, uh, spinach, you know, things like that. So I always check to make sure that we have enough of those for the week and not for long term because they don't stay fresh. But then there are also things that I need to consider as far as what you just mentioned, meal planning, you know, what specialty uh, produce items might I need for a recipe? Yeah. And also check your kind of what do you call these? There's condiments, but like the staple Staples, condiments. Yeah. yeah, like honey, olive oil, jellies, jams, pickled veggies, those types of things. If you keep those around and use those regularly, check those and just make sure that you you uh, have everything that you need for the week. And not all uh, farmer's markets sell those things, but ours do. I mean, ours have a lot of like jams and jellies and sauces and things like that. So, Well, and yeah, and even if you don't get it there, at least you still have it on your list, right? True. So you can also... Go- uh, one of the farmer's markets we used to go to had a Whole Foods right next to it. Yeah. So whenever we didn't find like what we needed lot. there, it went like we just went across the parking lot to, to uh, Whole, Whole Foods to get what we needed. Right. Okay. And, um, you know, and once you get that, the, the list down, what's good is then you can be a little spontaneous too when you're at the farmer's market. So, and you want to do that, right? You want to mm-hmm. try different things. We're going to get to that. I'm jumping ahead. <laughs> but anyways, my point was, is that get get the things that you need for sure so that you don't end up with a whole lot of nothing that you just are buying everything spontaneous and then you have no way to, like, you no don't recipe. Do you don't know what you're going to do with it and then it ends up going bad. Yeah. All right, let's move to the next tip. All right, so the next tip um, is something that's really important is to make the rounds before you start buying. So, you know, if you have a uh, farmer's market that has 15 produce vendors, right? And I I would say that's probably what ours has, right? Maybe 12 to 15 produce, just produce vendors. Yeah, I think so. Um, Yeah, there's little little bakeries and other things, but I would say just produce, that's about right. Mm -hmm. And so you want to... You know, most of those are going to have a lot of the same items. I mean, spinach or broccoli or or kale, things like that, tomatoes, strawberries. A lot of them are going to have the same things. So you want to kind of make the rounds to each one first. Just walk around, get a good idea, as my dad would say, get the lay of the land. Um, (laughs) That used to irritate your mom. (laughs) Uh, Yes, and that's why he said it. (laughs) Um, But uh, you want to check for quality. You want to check for best prices. And I here's something else that I do. I like to try to buy from as many different vendors as I can. Oh, that's cool. I do. Because especially with the ones that I know are really small farms, because that's important. I mean, they need the business, right? And so I like to support as many as I can. I never knew you did that. And I'm with you. I just kind of follow behind you and pull the cart. <laughs> yeah. 
you kind of you kind of step back out of my way. <laughs> I do. I think I scare you sometimes. Oh, I yeah, I know. No, it's just I know you know what you're doing. So. But but you do insist on keeping the cart, which I appreciate because I tend to kill people. She will or, run or people over. Mean people. With, hurt small children or pets with uh, shopping carts. <laughs> Not on purpose, of yeah. course. But so right. <laughs> But uh, anyway, so yeah, check for quality and best prices because you don't want to end up with subpar veggies that and, and fruits that you paid a higher price for. You know, when someone else may have like, I mean, just gorgeous strawberries for less. Yeah. And okay, so the next tip is now we talked a little bit about this when we talked about the importance of planning, but you also want to buy only what you will use. So when we say use, though, some of the things that you buy, you can freeze, Mm -hmm. right? So if you find, for example, some herbs, which we don't need any of because we have so many. I've been giving (laughs) giving them away. But you're going to come across some really fresh looking uh, fruits and vegetables. And it's, I mean, it's that way for a reason, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. and... But it's going to go bad. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure that you don't get all happy, <laughs> too happy. You want to be happy, but not over happy and yeah. just buy a bunch of stuff that's going to go to waste. Right. Right. And it's another thing that is really helpful is to kind of know what the the times are for different fruits and vegetables. How long will these things keep? You know, strawberries or peaches, you're going to have to use those within the, the first several days of buying them, right? Yeah, I think that's one of the, this is what, probably one of the mistakes we made when we first started going was we get so happy to see mm-hmm. it all and it was yummy and we were juicing every day, both of us were. And so we bought a lot of stuff and we used a lot of stuff, but we threw away a lot of stuff too. Yeah, we did. And, you know, every time I would do that, I'd cringe and feel guilty and like, oh my God, I'm such a horrible person. But um, I well, think we've gotten, we've gotten smarter mm-hmm. about it. Um, you know, there are certain things like onions or potatoes that you can buy and you only have to, but if you, you can stock up, in other words, you can buy onions onions and potatoes enough for like three weeks, you know, and then you won't have to worry about buying them again. Uh, if that's the way you want to do it, if you have the storage room or, or what have you. Um, so you can freeze mm-hmm. or you can also pickle mm-hmm. something. So like cucumbers aren't the only one you just, those aren't the only things that you can pickle. You mm-hmm. can pickle okra, carrots, beets, and probably a few other things. I know I've seen several things already there. Cauliflower, like that. Yeah. you can pickle. Um, there are so many different um, vegetables that can be pickled. But just know, just make sure that you know how to do that. Yeah, you yeah. You can also. So. A lot of farmers markets will sell. You know, vendors will sell pickled vegetables and. That might be the way to go for you yeah, if you don't want it. Yeah. Because it is a don't time go, oh, investment. Oh, I'm going to buy that. I'll yeah. learn how to do this. I mean, it probably takes learn, a little Learn bit. it yeah. first before you buy the, <laughs> the produce. That's all I can say because, you know, I speak from experience on that one. So uh, learn how to do whatever it is you want to do before you buy your, your produce. All right. What's the next tip? All right. So the next tip is BYOB. Oh, yes. Bring your own bags. And we, we always get uh, people that are very grateful, vendors that are very mm-hmm. grateful when we do this as well. And the environment is very grateful for this as well. This is true. The environment uh, and, you know, and I appreciate it, um, us doing this for us because, you know, we have one of those like bag keeper things that I swear everybody has one of these things that somebody sewed and they sold at a flea marketer. Uh, yeah, they hold the plastic yeah, bags it has in a, it. Yeah, it's on the back of the door. And I mean, it's usually pretty full and that's all you need. You don't need to keep stockpiling and stockpiling more bags and bags. I mean, I see people sometimes who have like 
bags full of bags. You don't need that many. Yeah, but we don't even, I thought you were going to be talking about, uh, or you were just going to mention our recyclable bags. Oh, yeah, those so two. So you don't, because you're even the produce bags, right? Oh, yeah, the, yeah. absolutely. Those two. Um, I usually take a, a handful of the plastic bags because sometimes, but I'll also take all of my mesh bags, the produce bags. But sometimes I run out of those or sometimes we need to put something in like um, something that's prepackaged like baked goods or something. And so we'll put those. Yeah. Inside a plastic oh, yeah. Bag it and, still you know. takes take, mm-hmm. take, uh, yeah. <laughs> still take them because that's still important. But yeah. um, and then yeah, we, we take, take all we always take our, our recyclable bags, mm-hmm. both the produce and the shopping like bags. the green bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and it, it doesn't hurt. I mean, you it's better to have too many than to have too few. Oh, yeah. So. And again, the plastic bags, we keep reusing those and reusing those. Yeah. So, All right. Well, what's the next? Okay. The next one is bring a cart. Now, and let a responsible person drive it <laughs> or, or tow it, whatever. I take it away from her, even at the grocery store, because she hurts people. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, usually what she's doing is she's looking down at her phone to for the grocery list. And uh-huh. so I say, um, let me do that. Yeah. Okay. Now, we bought, we, we bought this foldable cart downtown we were downtown doing something i think it's when we had this co-working space I don't remember downtown we were just walking around the river walk and we started buying some stuff and we saw these uh, this little shop that had these folding carts for sale and we loved it and you know what it, the shop was it was one of those cheap tourist trap souvenir shops yeah it had like little alamos and you know <laughs> postcards and mexican candies and stuff yeah. howdy from texas <laughs> yeah and then in the back and hot sauce and then in the oh, yeah. back we just like took a spin through there just for fun and in the back there were these carts so we ended up buying one for it was like 1999 yeah it was something like that and it's awesome i yeah. mean it fo- and it folds up so it folds right in the back of our of our uh, little honda civic mm-hmm. And uh, we use that for rolling things, you know, for rolling our produce around the yeah. farmer's market. Yeah. And, and the other thing that we put, we put our water bottles in there. And I mean, it's not overly large, so it's not really bulky. It, it's, you know, you can pull it behind you. But that way you don't have to, we don't have to carry water bottles with uh, in our hands and everything. Uh, leaves both hands free. Just a caution. And I mean, this is just in general. If you put your purse or your backpack in there, don't leave your cart sitting around. I mean, don't you want to think, it. yeah, you want to think, oh, everybody at farmers markets are really earthy and they're good people, and they're <laughs> it, no people will steal your stuff. <laughs> good people, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's so, funny. Anyway, okay. Right. Um, What's next? Let's see. Okay, the next tip is bring cash. Mm-hmm. So I think most of the vendors that. I know we, they, well, first of all, they appreciate the cash mm-hmm. and they also appreciate small bills. Yes. So make sure you're not loading up your wallet there with 20s because it's very difficult for the vendors to break that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the, so the more you can help them out with that, the the more they appreciate it. Right. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah. And we make sure to bring plenty of ones, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact. So that's, I mean, we'll break it down even that far. So Yeah. And, you know, occasionally, I mean, more and more smaller vendors like that are you know taking credit cards on their phones with square or with some other uh you know little attachment app thing yeah but i mean do you really want to be making a bunch of three and four dollar charges on your credit card exactly i mean not to mention it's it's just a pain for you but it's a pain for them too because they have to pay for those transactions yeah so and maybe i'm a little old school but 
some something about that I still makes me a little bit nervous. I know that's old mm, school, but yeah. it it does. So I'd rather just carry the cash around. Right. Another right. thing uh, that that we've done before is plan to go uh, for breakfast or stay for lunch and or stay for lunch. Um, a lot of times these, especially the larger markets, will usually have food vendors and or food trucks. And you can really get some great fresh food and then you can enjoy it outdoors, you know, with this great atmosphere with music and, and just watch all the people and the dogs. You know, everybody brings their dogs to these to our farmer's market. And it's just it's a really nice atmosphere. Um, just a caution, though, you're probably going to find a lot of stuff that's not that great for you. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we've got that. We've got that mm-hmm. in another tip after this tip which we'll talk about in a right, bit. Right. Okay, but the next tip is put a cooler with ice in your trunk. Larissa and I pretty much every weekend, I always tell her, let's just pack a cooler in our trunk, period, mm-hmm. because we might be out and we might go get something to eat and have leftovers. It, I mean, it never hurts. And Especially plus we put our water bo- yeah, we put our water bottles back there mm-hmm. to to make sure that they stay cool. So especially when you go to a farmer's market, though, you want to make sure that you're packing a cooler and you might think, well, what do I really need that? Well, what if you decide to stay for a while and or you have another errand to run? That way you can put your produce in that and doesn't get all wilty. Yeah, we've even done that before where we decided, hey, you know, let's see what's at the movies. And so then we've ended up with produce sitting in our trunk for, you know, three extra hours. And that's why we're grateful that we have a cooler. And I mean, what does it hurt? And the thing that I like to the way I like to think about it, too, is it keeps the ice fresh in our freezer. Because, you know, if you don't use your, we don't use ice a whole lot just in drinks and stuff. Yeah, we don't drink sodas. Or... No, but uh, it, so that ice in there gets kind of nasty and, and just stale and, and gross. But so we end, it, we end up by using the cooler every weekend, we empty that ice out every weekend. So it's always pretty fresh. All right. Now, the, uh, the next tip is don't fall for the health halo. And this is what we're just Mm -hmm. talking about. So remember, just because you're at a farmer's market doesn't mean that everything that is there is automatically healthy. So there are a lot of fattening things. There are a lot of uh, just, there can still be processed Mm -hmm. foods. So Larissa mentioned that there are some vendors there that have prepackaged food that can just be just as bad as anything you pull off the grocery store mm-hmm. shelf. And then, you know, there are a couple different bakeries that have um, spaces at our farmer's market. And I mean, their their baked goods are phenomenal, you know, but they're not always that great for you. Um, there's one one lady who has fried pies, you know, and okay, yeah, these are awesome, but you don't want to be eating fried pies all the time. They're just not good for you. <laughs> um, and then, uh, you know, some will sell, uh, there's one that has uh, candied pecans and, and homemade chocolate and things like that. So just, just be mindful of, of things like that and uh, don't get sucked in and think, oh, well, okay, it's chocolate, but it's here at this farmer's market, so... There's got to be something really healthy about it. Yeah, it yeah. that it doesn't work that way. But I mean, that's not to say you can't enjoy that stuff oh, yeah. too. No. But it's just, it's just like with be careful else. of thinking everything is uh, healthy and no calories. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Larissa. What's the next tip? Why do you ask me about this one? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, don't be afraid to happened. try new things. It just happened to land on you for this tip. <laughs> yeah. She says as she points to her six-year-old co-host. <laughs> she says I eat like a six-year-old, or I used to anyway. You used to. You've gotten a lot better. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I proved that with the dirt avocado. 
That's yeah, nasty. You've, you've tried stuff. No, yes. you try stuff. Yes, for anyone who hasn't listened to us, I uh, Vicky asked me to try an avocado. I hadn't tried one in a long time, and I don't like them. And she said, well, just try it again. Okay, I'll try it again. Ack. Yeah, but a few years ago, she wouldn't have even done that. No, she would have been have like adamantly it. no opposing. No, so I wouldn't have tried at least it. she tried. <laughs> anyway. Of course, a few years ago, you were eating cereal for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. Pretty much. So. That's pretty much it, yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, a lot of times there will be, we'll come across things at the farmer's market, like new varieties of, of vegetables or fruits or that we haven't heard of before. Um, not necessarily new. When I say new, I mean new to us. So different varieties of squash or different varieties of peaches or something that we haven't heard of before. And it's we usually like to try to get one and just try it, you know, and we've actually found some pretty good stuff that way, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's really nice to to be adventurous. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The next tip is don't go expecting the food to be cheap. Mm-hmm. So remember, you're going to pay a little bit for healthier foods now, and that's and even some of the not healthy food, I guess, is probably going to be expensive too. Um, but just remember, this is not like the flea market of <laughs> food. Yeah, you're going to pay for uh, just. It, as much or maybe even a little bit more as you might in a grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it what helps me, I think, is just to keep in mind that what you're doing here is you're supporting small farmers and you're supporting small business. Small local farmers yes. as well. Yes, absolutely. Even the ones, even the vendors who are not... Uh, produce vendors, the ones that are like the chocolatier or the bakery, those are local businesses. It's not, That's the, right. they're not selling Twinkies and Ho-Hos. They're selling things that they make locally in their shop. Um, so you're supporting local small business. And that's, right. that's the way I like to look at it. And what's the last one? All right. The last one is don't be afraid to ask questions. You should feel very comfortable. And a lot of these vendors are very friendly. Mm -hmm. The farmers are very friendly and want to share information and talk about their farm. Some of them even have some of their background story up on like little boards and stuff Mm -hmm. around their, their, uh, what do you call it? Their space, their little booth. Yeah. Yeah. Just to, so they, a lot of them just want to talk to you and just talk to you about what they do daily and how they grow their crops Mm -hmm. and all of that. So I'm, you know, definitely engage in conversation with them because, you know, you can learn a lot about how they, how they grow and uh, become supporters of their farm. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, some of the things that I've asked before is, you know, they'll have something that says organic and then something right next to it that doesn't say organic. And so I'll ask, well, you know, why is, why is this item that you grow organic? What, what's the difference? You know, why are you growing something organic and something else not? And just ask questions like that. Um, I've asked questions, I've even asked questions before uh, of about something that I'm trying to grow. So, you know, I think last season, last year, I was having problem with tomatoes. And so I just asked, (laughs) shut up. Stop it. You've been hun, you've been having problems hey, with tomatoes for 10 years. Tomatoes? Have you seen my tomatoes out there? Have you seen my tomatoes I have, out there? But I am I am cautiously optimistic. Yeah, whatever. I'm going to put a picture of my tomatoes on the show notes. Say Vicky's a tomato I believe hater. I really believe in you. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> but that's okay. Um uh Anyway, so I last last year I was having problems. So I asked, you know, a vendor who had a lot of tomatoes and I I asked, I said, all right, look, what am I doing wrong? And I think I've even taken pictures before 
and showed someone say, look, look, what is wrong with this? It's awful. It's hideous. What he, am I doing he wrong? He passed it around to his farmer friends. Oh, and <laughs> he's like all secretly taking a picture of it and putting it he's on tweeting it to his farmer Instagram. friends. Yeah. Look what this idiot is doing. Hashtag what not to do. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, don't be afraid to ask questions. All right. Well, I think that does it for our main topic for today. And hopefully you guys have learned a little bit more about how to shop smartly at farmer's markets. Mm -hmm. Larissa and I, like I said, we love doing this and we're going to be doing a lot of this probably within the next few weeks. We'll still do it in the summer, but just it kind of, if we don't get up early enough, it doesn't happen because mm -mm. it just gets too hot. No. Then you have two miserable people and yeah, yeah it's not good. All right, let's move into the recipe of the week. All right, so what I thought I would do is uh, kind of curate some recipes here. We were talking about freezing and, um, you know, as a way that you can buy extra of fresh foods that have maybe a short growing season, things like strawberries or, or other berries, fruits, things like that, and then... Um, keep them for when they're not in season. That way you're not buying the pro the commercial frozen products and things like that or canned, you know. So I found a really cool article on how to make no cook freezer jam because you know, I mean, when you're making jams, jellies, preserves and and things like that, there, you know, there's the whole canning process with the boiling water and the the sealing the jars and the sterilizing and all that. This is a nice alternative to that. So it's no cook freezer jam. And then um, associated with this it's on SeriousEats.com. And then associated with it are five recipes. There's raspberry freezer jam, strawberry mint freezer jam, peach mango ginger, tomato roasted garlic. And there's one more that for some reason didn't get put on my list, but it'll be in the in the show notes. All right. All right. What about a quote? Okay. The quote of the week is, you can't buy happiness, but you can buy local. And that's kind of the same thing. Awesome. <laughs> Anonymous. Anon. But a very smart person, whoever that was. Yep. All right. I think that does it for our show today. Don't forget to stop by our show notes for this episode and leave us a comment telling us what you think about what you thought about the show or feel free to leave us a voice message. And also, if you have any extra tips that we maybe left out, things that you've learned along the way in your uh, farmer's market shopping sprees. <laughs> so uh, be sure to, to head on out there and leave us a voicemail or a comment. That sounds great. All right. I think that does it for our show today. All right. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.